Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If, has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you could put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. Come on. Come on. Are you recording? Come on. Okay, here we go. You're, you're going to be hearing... <coughs> okay, so this is the first day of Kapow. Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival. I've been <coughs> yapping over and over about this. We got it over at the uh, NoHo 7. Lemley. North Hollywood. We're going to be um, meeting with filmmakers, talking with directors, producers, actors, actresses, screenwriters, all kind, all kinds of folks who are involved with the creation process for uh, movies. The movie creation process. So, it's going to be a good one. We started off the festival today at 1 p.m. with the first movie Beside Me, all the way from Romania. Very heartwarming tale. Very heartwarming tale. It's really cool. It all takes place on a subway. And uh, I saw some signs in there for Transylvania, so maybe, maybe it was actually in Transylvania, which then gave me an idea <coughs> for a movie with a similar premise of this, um, but with a bunch of vampires on a subway. It takes place in a subway. All these different, all these different stories going on. The acting was superb. The acting was superb. Even the extras in the background, people who didn't have any lines, it was just amazing to see how they reacted to the events that were going on in the movie. And just incredible. Just exciting. So heartwarming, so good. It was a perfect movie about showing without telling. <coughs> <clears throat> you, uh, I think I picked up a little, little something when I was hanging out with the Yachtly crew. Chances are you're going to hear that, uh, mini tour. We called Batten Down the Hatches Tour. Chances are you're going to hear that, uh, later, later on. You're going to hear those episodes. I have about four, I think, 
about five hours, four or five hours recorded of that. And so first I'll be doing the uh, the um, kapow stuff, and then the and then uh, release that the the yachtly cruise shenanigans that happened while we were <coughs> while we were on the road back and forth. Back and forth between wilderness and beach. <coughs> it was great. The wilderness and then the beach. The wilderness and then the beach. It felt phenomenal. It felt so good. Playing on the beach. These, you know, these are the kinds of things that we envisioned when we put Yachtly Crew together. They do playing on the beach, near the beach. Uh, on the beach, near the beach. And also on, well, on yachts, of course. Cruises, we've been playing with that idea of wanting to be on cruises. And sure enough, we're going to be on that 311 cruise, possibly the KISS cruise. Things are evolving more and more and more each time. As for today, oh, tonight, right now, if you're out in Ventura, Yachtly Crew is playing. They're playing tonight at the Discovery Something called Discovery. I had to miss the last time they played because I was out there for that reunion. If you guys remember those podcasts, I think I did about three or four podcasts, or two two podcasts a day, I think. Just constantly uploading them. <coughs> All my old buddies, childhood friends. So, yeah, they're going to be there tonight. Discovery, while I am watching the Black Pumpkin premiere, the Halloween horror film that I worked on, and then uh, tomorrow over at Kapow, we're doing Bloody Bobby, and then Black Pumpkin at 12 p.m., double feature. So if you happen to be out in that area, in the North Hollywood area, check it out, check it out. Because that, right after that, I got to shoot on up to Long Beach to Alex's bar <laughs> to play with the Yachtly crew. Things are moving like lightning, folks. Um, we'll get back to you more later at Kapow. Thank you for listening. So we are about to interview the filmmakers of uh, In This Gray Place. Uh, is it too dark? Is this too dark? Well, I guess that'll work. It was just so much lighter before, but I guess that'll work. Well, were you were you doing the the interviews sitting down?
Or did mm-hmm. you decide to do the stand no, up we one? Were doing oh, good, good, good. And uh, yeah, sitting was good. Oh, I so sitting was really good. Hey, man, I'm Kurt. <laughs> Hi, Alex. Pleasure nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Excellent yeah. acting job, Thank dude. You I mean, so that's much. a lot of pressure on one person's shoulder to be one person. Not when you're working with, with entire... a great crew. Not when that's you're working true. with a great crew. Hi. But I appreciate that. Thank you so much. I'm Kurt. Nice to meet you. It was really cool. Just what you did in one location and all the the magic that went into it. Just oh so kick really ass. So really oh yeah, it. man. Yeah, thank you. Uh, do you, do you want to uh, so yeah, if you could sit there, she'll she'll she'll. Uh... So the culprit is actually I'm that gentleman. No, that's not true. <laughs> you talk from off camera. And and what is your name? Oh. Uh, hi, I'm Rudy Womack. Oh, I'm awesome. The writer and director of it. Kick ass, kick ass. <laughs> She'll be interviewing you guys. I'm also just going to go ahead and just interview keep, those two. I'm going to be recording want, it off stage. Do you want to do this instead of me? No, no, no. Do you want to do this instead of me? You were on so set weird. a lot more than That's me. the exact opposite of great. Great. <laughs> Can you, oh, can we get the lights up a little bit more? Oh, let me go, so, let me see. Let me see if these guys can. All right, we're going to turn up the... In this great place, it's a, it, the cinematography was great. Oh, scu- excuse me a sec. Oh, is there a, is there a possibility to tur- turn up the lights just a little smidge? She's doing a Q&A with those guys. Uh, Roman, do we have the uh, janitor lights on? Thank you. Hey, man, I remember you from last year. Oh, yeah, Joe. It's so kick-ass. You're out here again, man. This is great. Yeah. All right, so we got a. Gonna have a Q and A here. Uh, shit. We gotta get this. We gotta get this music off. And the, and the other thing is too. Would you be able to turn off this music just for the moment while we do the Q and A with these folks? I forgot that he had the music going. But um, how long is this? Over? We're just gonna have a quick, like, fifteen-minute Q and A with these guys. How many? Well, we're ten minutes or something. I don't know. Ten. I don't know how long you normally do it for. Do talk. Cool. All right. Well, there you go. All right. Is that good? Is that good? Thank you so much. That, that's what the difference was. Cause I was like, I know it's nighttime, but not in here. It's like, what does an actor look for in the script? Specificity, emotional honesty, catharsis. Mom's uh, columns I of just, I just look day. through and, and make sure that there's not a naked scene hidden in there somewhere. <laughs> I, I look the surprise sure naked scene. <laughs> I, make sure, I look through and make sure there is a naked scene for me. Yeah. yeah. You know? And then, and then what? They ended up on the editing room floor, but then you somehow sneak their way in? Yeah. <laughs> somehow. I'm like, what? How did they get that footage of me changing? <laughs> yeah, where did that come from? I don't know they could hide GoPros in those kinds of spaces. So uh, while I'm waiting for her, I'm just going to ask you guys a couple of questions. Um, um, wait, can you just look in there just to make sure I'm off screen? You are. I'm off screen. Okay, good. Um, okay, so you played the part of? Laura. Laura Whelan. And was that tricky just to be on the phone all the time and to try to picture yourself, or was he there next to you? Um, so when when uh, when Rudy cast me in it, when it said I was off screen, I didn't realize I would actually be. Um, I was confused about that. I thought because normally you shoot both sides of the phone call, and so when we were talking about it, and he said, "No, you're you're 
just a voice. I, I was really scared. <laughs> I was like, how am I gonna, how am I gonna be able to time that? I, you know, so um, so I just asked if if it wouldn't be a distraction if I was there and actually did the dialogue on set, so I would have a say in kind of. So how. you were on set with them. Yeah, yeah, I did all my phone calls because I wanted to make sure I knew why the timing was how it was. Mm -hmm. um, which and was it a helped a lot. Godsend on set because uh, you know we just we had that one location and you know originally because we we actually got to know each other through the shoot originally we didn't want to impose we didn't want to say look you know could you come down and everything but uh, Angela's great she volunteered to come down and and do those phone call scenes with me so I have another actor to work. That off is of. so helpful. So you weren't Infinitely. just flying blind trying to. No, yeah, and it was uh, uh, amazing and so grateful for. Because the whole scene, I mean, you're you're inside <laughs> that one location. You're really not. There's nothing to cut to. There's yeah, nothing to cut to. Yeah, um, there are some challenges to that. <laughs> that's all I'll say. Uh, um, but uh, again, the crew was amazing. Our cinematographer is like a, a oh my god, camera genius. Really so so uh, you know the way he did so much with so little, and and the director, the writer. Uh, who's sitting over there off camera? That's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm calling attention to you. Uh, um, he pre-planned it out so it would never feel stale. It would never feel like I'm just standing there talking. So there was a lot of movement. He played played around with that space. And if we were going to do it in one location, you were you were going to know that location very well by the end of the film. Well, it was cool too because there are constantly little surprises that keep popping up. Oh, yeah. That helps not keep it stale. Yes. You know these things like, well, what's that reveal? Ooh, what's this reveal? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you're not expecting you're not expecting your character to be suddenly finding ways to hide the money and the jewels in the bathroom, yeah. which is a brilliant I mean it's a brilliant plan. Genius. First time I read it through, I, I devoured the thing and, and, and towards the end, like I was twenty pages out, I'm like, how does this end? Like there is no possible way. I'm thinking he's gonna get killed for sure, he's gonna yeah. get caught, there's gonna be something oh, yeah. with it. And then all of the parts of the movie that played a factor in that's where you hit all the jewels. I go, oh my gosh, of course. But then at the same time, I, I wouldn't have right, found that. Right, because yeah. he's, he's the taking the light, and that's where he hides the jewels. The, the radiator, faucet, where he the hits his head, he hides yeah. jewels, where he Spoiler drinks alert. the water. So <laughs> cool. Also, I'm pregnant, and he killed my brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spoiler. So you keep getting these little surprises in there. Because yeah, I had to. <laughs> it's cool that they showed the actual uh, robbery, yeah, which is you're yeah. not expecting. So then that's another surprise that comes swooping in. Yeah, that was that was too much fun. That was a lot. That was a really of fun. fun day. Yeah, uh, um, and we got we got Marcus to come in, and 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 he did such a fantastic job. I mean, everybody was just on point for that day because we just had the one day to shoot, uh, um, and everybody was very on point. We just had a blast doing it. It's not often you get to rob a pawn shop and not go to jail after. So well, that was a fun experience. what's interesting is that um, so throughout the whole time, it's just up to the audience to kind of imagine what what what, what is the why is this dude bad? Why yeah. is he here? What's going on? What's going on? And then when we actually see that he's a good he's truly a good guy at heart, yeah. and he actually has to kill his own well, possibly future brother-in-law. Sure, you know, yeah. uh, you're like. Oh shit! Like he did that, but he did that to save that woman's life. Yeah, and it was a split-second decision. It wasn't premeditated, right? Uh, um, and thank you for saying that he's a good guy at heart because <laughs> I haven't been getting that reaction afterwards. People have wow. been saying like, "Yeah, no, he totally deserved everything that's going to be happening to him." He's uh, trying to do everything he can for her. Thank you. Finally, <laughs> unbelievable. No, every, everybody's taken, taken everybody, the, the police side, everybody else's side. They're not it's lying. so funny because I, I, I felt like. Um, 
you know, when you're watching Breaking Bad and everybody really hates the wife in it because she's getting in the way of him being a, a successful criminal. And then I hated her so much. And then when we were when we were shooting this, I was like, oh my god, I am her. And the <laughs> wife wow. Because I'm like, I don't want this. I don't want the money. He's like, just take it. I really wanted an alternate <laughs> scene where. Um, the banging at the door at the very end, and instead of cops, like you see the first cop come in, and then he drops down, and it's Laura, and she has a gun. And she's <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And she's like, baby, we're going home, you know. And, and oh yeah. I, I hike him up on my shoulder. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We With a bazooka in one arm and him on the shoulder, and, we, and he, yeah. reason, there's a horse. We ride off yeah, there's like, a yeah, horse. Yeah. <laughs> or like heaven isn't too far away. Or that something. was vetoed. Unfortunately, <laughs> Alex doesn't. Uh, he's not allowed to make ideas. Maybe it'll become allowed. the uh, what in the director's cut? Will we see that? <laughs> or like a like there a wasn't <laughs> money for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I wanted to do a shootout. Didn't happen. I wanted Laura to save me through a shootout. It didn't happen. Well, it was cool that he was yeah. shot with like the rubber bullets or whatever that yes. was, the sand packs or whatever the hell yeah. they shot you with. Like you, you didn't die. So that he does, in a sense, live to fight another day. So that knowing that if she does come by to get those jewels, oh, yeah. well, there's that security for when you come right. out of there, you fl fly the Cooper, who knows what happens. Oh, well, Maybe that's a sequel he breaks yeah. out. Right? In this gray place, but instead of a bathroom, it's prison, and he's got to get out. Oh, yeah. So it's the complete opposite. Oh, yeah. He's got to stay in the first movie, then he's got to get out of the Ooh. <laughs> so, wait, it's did you... Laura running off and being married to someone else. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, realistically. Probably. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> did you Now, did you shoot in an actual bathroom? Was that a set? What, did you, what was that Thank all about? He built a bathroom <laughs> in his garage. Whoa, man. All that was in yeah, his garage, yeah. Uh, the rain that fell down, we, we took the entire set out. We put it uh, in, the backyard. in the backyard, and we and we rigged it. So it, when it fell rain, that was real. All of that was real. Incredible. I asked him when um, when I read it the first time, I said, well, there's leaves at one point. There's rain at one point. Um, you know, there's every season. I was like, there's got to be uh, snow at some point. But they could only ruin the bathroom once. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rain. <laughs> and by the time we did the, the elemental stuff, it was too hot for snow. Uh, um, I was like, just get a snow machine. Oh, yeah. Just get, <laughs> get a snow machine. <laughs> well, I want to... Do, do you see all three of them up on there? Could you could you sit in there for us, please? So we can get I a little, little smidgen. <laughs> so we can see the, the... Just don't be awkward. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Great, so he's t he's gonna go in the opposite direction. He's gonna be as completely awkward as possible. Strange poses, <laughs> like, what are you doing? You're oh, doing yoga. There he is. So okay. So where did where did you first get the inspiration? You know, a lot of this stuff it um it comes from uh, one second. A lot of this stuff it comes from uh you know there's that little seed and it and it just keeps on growing. So sorry. Um, so you got that little seed and it just keeps growing and other things keep adding to it. Um. Where, where did that first little piece come from? Um, so Alex and I had done a, another feature before, and it got picked up and it got sold. And so I was talking with him. I, I was like, hey, I want to keep the ball rolling. I want to immediately jump into another movie. And he was like, cool, what's it about? And I'm like, it's a guy, and he's stuck in a closet. And he's like, sounds like you don't really have an idea. And I'm like, yeah, I don't <laughs> at all. Um, so I, I cannibalized a lot of scenes from other scripts I was writing. I cannibalized a lot of uh, other ideas and concepts I was kind of playing around with. And through just a c series of meetings with Alex, yeah. it, it evolved from a guy who's just stuck in a closet for 
whatever reason he was yeah. stuck in the closet for. Um, went through like a dozen iterations to like, okay, he's been involved in a robbery. He's locked himself inside of a bathroom because that's like the only place he can hide. And that really motivated why he can't get out. Right. I mean, he physically could if he wanted to. He could just open the door and walk right out, but he doesn't want to leave. So uh, also adding the element of the police kind of added that exterior pressure that's trying to get There's him. a lot of pressure going on in there. Yeah. A lot of conflicts, a lot of pressures. His, cell, his battery is dying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got the cops out there. You don't know what she's thinking about what's going on here. And then, and then the reveal that, oh, God, you just killed my brother. Yeah. Yeah. And we still don't know what the heck he's, you know, what's going on there. Yeah. What I love, too, was the, uh, the Lynchian moments where those, the flowers start blossoming up on the walls. Yeah. So there's almost like that little piece of hope that could, that could still be there. So I, I really love abstract stuff like that. And I think it's really fun to play around with, particularly when it's just a single location film. It really keeps it interesting. So mm. I, we, we had so much fun with it. I mean, towards the beginning of the film, there's that entire sequence that's shot in infrared. Most people forget about it because by the time you get to the end of the film, we've done so many other yeah. crazy things. Mm, like mm -hmm. That doesn't even like register for most people yeah. by the time we get to the end of the film. Yeah, you've given them a but, little slight hint of yeah. foreshadowing without them even realizing, right? yeah. here's a glimpse of some so more we, strange stuff to come. We just, we just filled it with that. And as the film goes, we just progressively add on to it and add on to it as mm. as they were talking about a couple minutes ago you know we we have that entire rain sequence where it's raining inside of the bathroom so we did a lot of really really fun things with it so that is cool well i hope that inspired you to do a lot more astounding things with very minimal locations yeah it does <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of becoming a master of minimal stuff no and i think and i think that that kind of stuff is necessary in the world of like 300 million dollar budgets and cgi yes. and green screen and everything to be able to uh, um, you know, tell a cohesive story, something that's interesting and engaging mm. with not a lot, I feel like forces you to uh, rely. Requires you to focus more. Requires you to focus more on the story and characters. Very Aristotelian that way, which, mm -hmm. I, which I adore, yeah. It's crazy because it gives you a whole lot of freedom. Yeah. Like one would think that, oh gosh, we're confined in this space. No, there's even more freedom that can be explored within that area. Well, yeah. even, even that montage sequence when we reveal her pregnancy, I mean, if, if you go through it, and I know those cuts are so quick, but if you go through it, you'll see we shot at dozens of locations, most of them exterior stuff. I mean, we, yeah. Angela was on set for probably, what, eight, ten days, something like that. That's Shooting stuff that, that, yeah, it, and the, it the thing is... Random. The thing is, it's like, I, I remember like picking you up at like four o'clock in the morning to go get a shot that's on the screen for like, four like four frames or something yeah. like that. You know, like the montage sequence that yeah. was a lot of work. something oh, that was a yeah, lot of work. Yeah, we had to drive to um, is it Big Bear? Crystal Lake. Crystal Lake. Crystal Lake. Crystal Lake. And we just got a bunch of random. Coupley moments. Yeah, mm -hmm. we wanted that same sort of. Uh, like a montage to be able to show an entire relationship. You How know do you what do I love? That? I forgot. Oh. I forgot about um, until I saw it just now. Was it, the kiss when you throw me up against the wall? Oh. I had a concussion that day. <laughs> oh my god! I've been in a car accident. accident. No. Oh I've god! Been in a car accident the day before, and when he threw me against the wall, I was like, I've got maybe one more in me. Oh. <laughs> Whoa! I had a massive concussion the day before. Whoa! You didn't let anybody know that stuff, huh? I, I mean, I told him I was 
in a car accident and that I'd had a concussion, but... <laughs> oh, my God. I am so sorry. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I forgot about that until I was watching it, and I was like, I remember, like, going against the wall because I wasn't Maybe that's why it. you forgot about Maybe we've done permanent... Oh, that's dope. Oh, boy. <laughs> no. Oh, boy. Oh, man. If she starts levitating, we'll know why. She's somehow yeah, hacked right, into man. some Whoa, cosmic man. thing. Well, you guys, um... We have to uh, leave enough time for these guys to clean stuff because we know how messy you were up there with all your popcorn and everything. But uh, but they just need to. No, no, I didn't even. I ate everything. I just eat constantly. No one else ate anything. Well, there's another movie. The the woman who just eats. Who knows what comes out of that, right? There is another movie. Oh yeah. What is it? Oh yeah. And uh, um, do you want to say anything about it, or do you want to leave it up to the imagination? Could Let's be anything. It takes place on a plane. It takes place on a um, mountain. In a volcano. In the hearts of children everywhere. <laughs> yes. It's, uh, uh, so I, I can't give too many details about it, but um, Angela and I are doing another project coming up, mm. and uh, she's playing an amateur boxer. I'm oh, cool! Right so she's, oh, great! So she's she's actually in boxing training right now. Oh, cool! Yeah, just very one. good. One so yesterday. large appetite is completely justified. Yeah. Jeez, fall off the horse, get back on, get a concussion, get ready for another one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sheesh! It'll happen. I'm so sorry. I didn't well, you guys, listen. I hate to cut it short. I do have a good amount on here, and and I'll tell you guys where to find this stuff, and we'll have this stuff too. Oh, it's called Inspirado Projecto. Ooh. Yeah, it's on iTunes, it's on Spotify, it's it's so exciting. Inspirado I'm kind of in, addicted to making it. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, 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 gotcha. Wait, what's going on up there? So Thanks, guys. <coughs> oh, there's... All right, so ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Inspirado Projecto. We are here at the uh, Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival. We just got done with the Kapow um, premiere of Black Pumpkin. We are here with uh, two, two amazing folks here. We have uh, Grayson... What is your middle name again? Grayson Kilpatrick. Thorn. Thorpe or Thorn? Thorn. Um, and then of course his his dad Charles, who's wearing the the the, the black pumpkin T-shirt, which is phenomenal. So Grayson, um, were you surprised by how it was all cut together? Um, I, a little. Like I, I I quite actually like that. That's one of the first movies I've been in that I I wasn't cringe to watch myself. Oh my God, that's fantastic. So are you saying that you liked your performance? I don't. I mean, I guess there was this one redhead kid in the film that was yeah. okay. I mean, oh wait, that's me. But uh, um, yeah, I actually did quite like my performance. I think that I did really well. That's good to hear. A lot of actors just are like you said; they cringe when they're watching themselves on screen. I think a lot of it has to do with the editing too, right? Uh, yeah. Like my my main problem was my voice was way too high. I couldn't listen to my voice on film. But now that I've matured a lot, <laughs> um, it, it just sounds a lot better to me, and it's a lot easier to listen to and watch. Yeah. Because I've also grown as an actor, and it it really helps. Oh yeah. So. Now, your dad had a part in the film. Mr. Charles, you had a part in the film. However, we didn't see your face. What part do you play? I am giving out trick-or-treat candy in one of the scenes. That's right. You get to see my arm. Awesome. Yeah. You know, that would have been hilarious if in the credits they they do the the freeze-frame thing on your arm. Like, Charles Kilpatrick. That would have been brilliant. And you were wearing the the infamous black pumpkin T-shirt, which was awesome. 
I'm wearing the Black Pumpkin t-shirt because when you're part of a production, everybody's got to do their part. Absolutely. I'm so blown away that they even make those things. It's so kick-ass. Now, have you been in other horror films before, Grayson? I have. At this very theater, I actually watched another one of my horror films. Uh, It was a short film. Uh, And then I also... Let's see, I was in American Horror Story recently as a principal role. Fantastic. And we had Camilla Allens, is that how you pronounce it? She was in American Horror Story, the daughter of uh, Sheriff Levitt. Really? She was in American Horror Story. So we have two American Horror Story uh, graduates, if you will. What was your part? Are you allowed to say what you did in your in your thing? Uh, I was a, a trick or treater. Uh, surprisingly, you me. no, I was a, I was a werewolf though. Dude, that's brilliant. It would have been kind of cool if I was uh, Doctor Frank. Just saying. Did you ever think that you'd ever play a werewolf one day in a film? I I thought I might have, and I just I I don't know. It was it was okay. I got candy on set. I'm fine with it. Now, were you in another horror film that had to do with Halloween or no? Um, I thought I saw that on IMDb, or maybe I'm just making up stuff. I'm, I'm trying to remember all the films I've been in. Um, was he in another Halloween-type horror film? Um, one of the first ones that he did was based out of Atlanta, and it was called Bad Blood, the movie. Um, the one that we've seen at the Limley, the short film was the unconventional gourmet um, I can't remember all of them but you gotta check him out Grayson Thorne Kilpatrick on IMDB oh yeah he's also on Instagram he's all over Instagram like a bat out of hell thank you for plugging me I mean um, you're all over Instagram uh, I mean I can't yeah thanks to all the followers uh Honestly, I I have uh, three people that do it. Me, my mom, and I have a PR person. So I'm sorry. I'm going to say this real quick. I'm sorry if I can't get to you guys in time. I've been trying to answer a lot of people's uh, questions, a lot of people's um, direct messages. And I'm sorry if I can't get to you. But if you ever do want to contact me, just uh, contact me at Grayson Thornkilpatrick on my... Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Ooh, that's good. Now, Charles, where can people find you if you want to give out that information? I'm. Can I give out your Instagram or no? I am on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. So he's on Instagram. It's up to you to find him. Now you're on IMDb. I am on IMDb. Yeah. I've got an acting credit as as the arm in Black Pumpkin. Ah. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting the arm. Uh, a carpenter? I was listed as carpenter also. Oh, that's great. Wait, for what? Oh, that's right, because you did you did work. You actually did. You were... That's incredible. Did you see your handiwork in the film? I did see my handiwork. When you're a set parent, there are no rules. You just it's do. True. Oh, my God. You guys, thank you so much for talking. I, I think i got to help these people with their uh, programs and all that jazz. But uh, it was so so cool to see you again, man. You guys go hang out at that after party wherever that's at, Thank and I'll you. I'll try to sneak out of here and, and hang out with you guys. It was good to see you too. Okay, it's about eleven. Um, it's about eleven, and 
we're uh, I'm going over to Big Wang's here in uh, North Hollywood Arts District. I'm going to see if I can talk to a few people here about tomorrow. Because um, I guess they're opening at 9 or something. The first showing is at 10, p- uh, 10 a.m. So uh, we're not using the same... Uh, we're not using the same theater. I have to move some things. We have what we call the step and repeat in there, which is the, um, (coughs) the, um, it's a, the backdrop, backdrop that people stand in front of and they take photos. Oh my God. It's exactly what I'm doing. Oh boy. I'm running on fumes. I haven't had coffee since this morning. So, we shall see. That's no excuse, right? Not having coffee. I gotta, I gotta, I really should have some more, though. You want my ID? Is that your, you're the ID guy? Uh-huh. Not that I look like you. Sure, I know. I guess it, but if it makes you feel good, I'll go ahead and check your ID. What are you doing in the movie? Wait, how do you know? Wait, wait, how do you know about with the movie? Oh, oh my God, right oh my God. And you're like That's super, so crazy. Were you, were you, Dude, you're like super late. I am super late, I know. Uh, you know, it's so funny because I'm helping co-organize the film festival too. Uh, and um, we, we had our, our, our uh, premiere tonight. For Black Pumpkin. Yes, oh my that's God. where Joe is in the movie. My friend Joe is in the movie. Your friend Joe's in the movie? She played the monster. Wait a second, that's kick-ass, dude. Yeah. So, did you see the movie? Um, tomorrow. I promised her I'd see it tomorrow. Dude, so I'm, this is so kick-ass. Joe is so cool, dude. Joe's, Joe is so British, cool, so man. She's got that beautiful accent. Oh, yeah. She hops around. Oh, she's yeah, like a she's, little... She's a 10 for this high. That's what she is. Yeah, man, she... Her husband's here. I'm friends with the husband. So we, that's how we, we were so impressed with what she was doing in the movie. She was I, like this, I mean, just hopping around and like this. It's like, whoa, are you like a little... And it turns out she's a stunt Yeah, she is a stunt person. Oh, whoa. I mean, she was like jumping off of coffee tables. Wait, what did you do for the movie? I'm so excited still. I, uh, uh, I, I teach. I'm like a conspiracy theorist guy in the movie. Oh, you're an actor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's all I wanted. That's perfect. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm going to see you tomorrow then. Oh, this is so cool. We got we got a double feature tomorrow. Yes. I'm going to watch you. Uh, don't tell me. Bloody Bobby. Yes. And is which one's first? Bloody Bobby's the first one. Okay, good. Uh, and then Black Pumpkin. Will there be an intermission Black. of some sort? Will there be a what? An intermission. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, we won't make you hold your bladder the what whole time. What do they call it? It's, it's called a grindhouse when you go to watch two movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the first one is more... Oh, my gosh. Nice Are you leaving you. now? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so good to see you two again. Oh, my gosh. We got a movie star. Bye. Movie star. Oh my God! Nice to Did meet you. Try? I hope to work with you. Did in you the see future. yourself in the film? Did you see yourself? Yeah. Good. Because <laughs> at first they had a faraway angle for that scene. Yes. And I'm like, you guys, I know scenes. there's one where we saw, where we saw them better. I'm so And I'm like, guys, can we please like? There's got to be a way to stick that and put that in there. And, and um, yeah. So, so it was better. great that they ended up using that angle because it just turned out so good. Yeah, because the other one was from that um, other little. Yeah, it was a like far away little okay. living room part. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we had. I had seen that, and I'm like, it's like down there. And especially knowing what you all went through for that night, it's like, come on, we we really ought to mm-hmm. at least. I mean, that's that the least was we could a do. a long night. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
you did all the cooking and the I catering. Did and the, oh, you I did, did all the cooking. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were bringing, all like, the brownies? Oh, no. You did all those brownies. brownies so delicious. Bread, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Alright, so but they, you guys have a good night. Oh my gosh, you too. It was good seeing you again. Thank you for coming out. There's Kurt. Hey man, are you leaving now already? No, I'm smoking. Oh, you're smoking. Gotcha. <laughs> go. Smoking the boys. Go. Are you oh leaving? God. Yes. Thank you so much. Oh my God! Thank you. I think we told you before when we did the table read and you read Flash. Oh yeah! Oh yes! That's not allowed. What? I didn't know that. This kid's insane. Yeah, Dogen was like, "This is solid." You know what? In the flash that I imagine flash oh my god! Be. Yeah, yeah, the surfer dude. Yeah. Like, and it's so funny because like Fall Creek Valley is nowhere near like right. the, the beach or anything. <laughs> and so then it's so funny this idea of like this surfer dude who's like living in this small town, you know, almost like he just wishes he could surf. Right, exactly. He doesn't really talk like that, but he yeah. does because he's like <laughs> wanting to be a surfer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's buying all the surf magazines, you know, maybe even has a surfboard. Yeah. But that is so. That is so funny. I mean, I had so much fun at that table read, re reading all these different characters. Like when someone gives me the like, okay, you, you don't have any shackles and no limitations. I'm like, all right, you asked for it. Oh yeah, I just take off. I mean, I just go, and it's like it feels so good in those instances to be able to do that. And uh, so I mean, I'm very happy to hear that you got a kick out of it because <laughs> yeah. it was just too. Much. And you guys did a great job. You guys had such a great chemistry on screen. The way that it, the way that it cut together, did you it's like okay? I know it's a tricky thing, like when you're in a movie and you, and you're in the scene because you like okay, there's the camera, but you're not really knowing how it's actually framed or anything. Were you play, are you out of here? Oh my gosh! Oh good, yes, yes. Oh my God, it's so great to see you too. Oh good, oh cool. Thank you. Great job. Good to see you in there. Hi. Hi, are you his mother? Those yes. guys had such great rapport, and they, it was like, a, like, it reminds me of like E.T. or something, right? <laughs> the way that they were all interacting with each other, they had such a great, it reminded me of like an 80s yeah, yeah, no, buddy I, yeah, film, yeah. right? No, it was good. I li I liked it. I enjoyed it. Good comedic timing. You're uh, you're always my favorite. Person. Thank That's what you. We told him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So I'll see you guys. You're too cool. You let us use. Did you know that we used her house? <laughs> which which your house? She was so. Oh my gosh. Well, my house they got this like, awesome house. It's like this huge house. And it's I have like a hundred thirty year old house. But, yeah, so it's it's a 130-year-old house in Inglewood. Like, half of my house is under renovations while they were doing. So what, but what part of the, oh, what, so oh, it's uh, the, Brittany, I think it's Brittany, she's going up, she's getting her okay, makeup ready and everything, okay. she gets strangled yes. by yeah. Bloody Bobby. It's the, it's the colonial house, it's the colonial house, but it's, um. We also used it for Porkchop's house at the end. Yeah, at the end. We used the back side of it. Yeah, so it, it served as like two houses. Porkchop have served, a family? Yeah. Is he just an outcast? <laughs> oh my god, that's, that's interesting. One. Well, he did have a mom. Originally written in the script, you can hear the mom like off, oh, yeah, yeah. off screen. Right. That's right. Um, yeah, that was strange, right? Because he's just kind of like this lone child. Like, wait, he's living in this house. He's a loin, loin, pork loin. Pork loin. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Oh, good. Are you guys coming back? Bringing more people, family? Yeah. <laughs>
Awesome. Awesome. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Cool. She's, she's crashing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's that slap happy hour, right? Where everything's funny. Are you two out of here? Yes. So we actually were gone already. Oh. And then I had to go to, uh, once we got to the car, I had to go to the bathroom. I'm not going to be able to make it to the car. And he's like, me too. And then I, okay, I'm going to put your other tennis shoes on that you had in the car. So my feet were hurting from the shoes I had on. But now I feel like I'm walking on clouds of heaven, I told him. Oh, good. Oh, that's good. These are actually Elliot's shoes. Oh. So I was like, oh, oh my gosh! He must have been really comfortable. You fit him perfect. I actually bought like three pairs of really like attractive looking shoes that um, Jacob loved, but he said, Jogan, which shoes are you more comfortable in? He's like, let's go with that because you're going to be wearing them a lot. So oh, we yeah. had Jogan wear these because they were more comfortable. Oh, that is good. They also didn't have to wear jeans at your you did. You no. wore the did gray dream. Oh, well, then I hated it. It was awful. Oh, I hated it. It was bye. awful. Take care, you guys. Bye. Well, it's so good to see you, and I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Oh, my God. It was so good to see you, too. Oh, this is so kick-ass. You're going to be out here tomorrow. Oh, my yes. God. You guys are so good. You guys are so good. So see you tomorrow. 12, right? 12 p.m. High noon. High noon. We're now entering uh, Big Wang's. We've got some wonderful people here. We've got some extraordinary people here. Hanging out. i got to find a few people. Hey, did you happen to see Kimberly around? Kimberly? Yeah. Did she miss this? I'm looking for her because i got to see if she can come in early tomorrow. Because I got to be there at like 9. Uh, interview? 9.15. Well, we got to move from from the one place to the other place. We got to move our stuff from. Oh, shoot. Um, uh, from the one theater over to the other. So um, I'm just hoping that at least one more person could be there with me. And uh, ideally, that person's uh, Kimberly. Saturday. What time are you going to be there tomorrow? Yeah, I'm supposed to be a bit later, but I, if I do like early, then I'm going to leave early. Oh, but gotcha. I, because I have, and I need to, I need to finish something for. I need to do some changes on the website again, and like. Oh, gotcha. So All right. See, but like, let me see. Uh, I don't know what Kimberly is. No idea. So it's Dave not, not being there early uh, No, he won't be able to be here that early tomorrow. So, it, so Kurt, do you have to split yourself? That's my question. I do. I do have to split myself. So maybe I... So if nobody, otherwise I come maybe early and then I go back. Then I go back to, uh, to the design. Just to move... I just, just, just to move the... Maybe because I'm... Maybe well, you know what? I got... I have a student, you know what, I have a student, I told her to come in at 9.45 tomorrow, but maybe I could have her come in at 9.30. Columbia College student, named Lamise. So I'll send her, I'll send her a text, see if she can come in tomorrow morning at 9.30. That's, that's what I'll do, and then we'll move, we'll just move the uh, step. You know how to do it, at the side you can just zoom in and then it goes down. Okay. Is it possible for me just to carry the yeah, entire thing? Yeah, then carry no? that whole thing. I think that's the best way to do it. Okay. Oh, good. good. But you, you don't have to make it that big. You know, you can lower it. Oh, good. It's easier to, I think. Okay, I'll try it. I'm going to see if Kimberly's out here just for kicks.
Hey, real quick, is Kimberly here by any chance? Do you see her here? Oh my god, wait, we have food here? Yeah. Okay, okay. There's so much great stuff happening right now, I didn't realize. Kimberly. Hey, Kimberly. What time? What is the upload answer to the question of Maple And it goes throughout from now until the okay. seeing the future. How mankind tries to address the planet question. I think you're really like that. It's very different, but you've got lots of questions and then night What time do you think you're going to be here tomorrow? Probably like 10 30. Okay. Very good, very good. I know the first one starts at 10. Oh, yeah, 10? Right? But I gotta give myself some time to I'm so I'm, I'm so annoyed that he's like when you're talking about that you talk about that guy who looks like he hasn't slept in weeks I'm like dude I don't know how he didn't get through that whole movie where you just didn't ADR I'm saying like are well, you talking about Chicago Jesus <laughs> dude it would have been perfect it would have been so good dude it would have been dude that movie was Chicago was Jesus fun. that movie was so much fun I had a blast watching it and your stuff is fantastic dude thank you so good dude I highlight, love highlight of the whole fucking movie you damn near steal the show everything you're in thank you every time Thank you so much, Absolutely, man. dude. It's, it's, dude. Even then, like, yeah, they may, they may have been trying to go for some horror, but like, dude, it was funny. I had a blast. Oh my you had, god. You, you had to sit like you're sitting there, like. Oh, dude, yeah. it's so good. So yeah, good. Thank you so much, dude. It's so good. I love it. I love it. Oh my god. Like, like, yeah, whatever. But dude, it's, it's entertaining. It was unexpectedly like unexpected. a real movie. Exactly. I mean, it was like, wait, hold on, we're watching like, a real we're movie here. here. We're, we're in the theater. We're watching. It. Yeah, dude, it's great. Oh my god, thank dude, you so much. Dude, that, that's exactly it. Like you watch it, like it's a horror film. Like you watch it, like, like, it's well, like we were saying, like, like, oh, we may have set out to make a horror film, may not necessarily be what we have, but if you embrace it, then that's that's what happens when you embrace it. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful way of absolutely because yeah. it's still a love letter to '80s horror. Totally. And, and dude, and then you got it there, like, dude, there's still like three or four decent, like, oh shit, moments in the movie. Then, oh. then you got this. Then you got dude, your, your character trope. You're like shitting on all of the tropes. Oh it was yeah, hilarious. Oh yeah, dude. I had a blast, dude. Oh dude, I had a blast watching. Thank you so much. I'm so glad he came out, man. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm so happy I came out too. Now, did they use our, those cool sounds that you got of us going down the the steps? I, I can't remember. I think I, think I, I think I heard like two or three little snippets. Gotcha, gotcha. See, like, like once again, if they were trying to make it a hard horror movie, they would have drawn that moment out. They would have. Exactly. I really, yeah, really draw that moment out. Like yeah. the music wouldn't be overpowering. Like it'd be yeah. creepy and intense. Oh yeah. Like, this one, they're like, oh shit, fucking shit. Oh yeah, shit. Oh, yeah, like, oh, yeah. oh fuck down oh, the stairs. Yeah. Oh yeah, so good. So good. Oh my god. Yeah, so I did hear it. Like I definitely when your head hit the definitely when you heard it, that that was that was us kicking that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's that's why we do it. That must be so much fun when you watch a when you watch a film that you worked on, you get the sound and you're like, ah, they kept my sound thing in there. Yes, they got something right. Oh yeah, exactly. Oh that sounds discriminating. Yeah. What's that all about? Yeah. Wait, people read into that. Yeah, yeah. But now dude, like, oh yeah, they like like oh like they found what I gave them. Cause like you, you know yeah. you give them a whole car there's a whole bunch of shit in there oh so yeah like, oh, they got a list like oh we got wilds and they like, put it in they found it oh dude it's so, so yeah. fun and exciting it's so good man so now do you know did we happen to get any drink tickets here or no did we Shada 
Really? Shada had Shada had a dream ticket. Quick one for everybody. Really? Yeah. Okay, I gotta go find her. Dude, find I gotta Shada. go find her. I gotta go find her. Huh? What time are you getting there tomorrow? Well, like 9.30. So I gotta move. Because um, I'm driving from Orange County and I just know I'm not going to be oh, able shit. to. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I'm not going to be able to. I might even be here at 11. Because the first block doesn't end until 12.30, right? I think. I'd like to see all the films, but I just don't think it's practical. Oh my god, yeah. But it's all. just a long day to try to... Yeah. I'm thinking... I heard you say something about the, uh, you know, paying the meters all the time. You might want to think about trying to find, like, residential street parking. Where? The houses? Um... That's Street Magnolia. Okay, there's Vineland. Uh-huh. Or, I'm sorry, Lancashire. And then okay. there's Magnolia, which is the big street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beyond that is houses. Oh. Like, the houses are over there, so you can just park around on the one of those streets and then just walk over. Oh, I think i like a block uh, and a half or something. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'll do that. This is a nice neighborhood, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And then I'll let's say that. later on... If you decide that you want to park around here, I think some of the, the meters are like after six, it's free, I think, or something, right? Didn't you say that or someone say that? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so maybe just park on the side street up until then and, you know, make it, and then just bring it over here closer or something. Okay, later day. I mean, if you're going to be out here that long. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm going to do that. I'll do that. Thank you for bringing that oh, you're up. You're welcome. I don't know how much money I paid today. Oh, my like, God. Wow. I'm eating chicken quesadillas. Hi. Hi. I recognize you. I recognize you. Well, hello. So, Shada. Uh, Jake told me, do you have dream tickets? I do. You do? Yeah, I have them. Oh my god. Thank you. I love your sparkling nails, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> I've heard nothing but great things from people about they're happily pleased with how the movie was. Like, they're like, that was a real movie. I mean, yes, it's different for us because we created it, you well, know, because we know, like, what we were aiming for or whatnot, but... Well, no, I mean, there's, there's a lot of notes. I'm, like, really bummed. I don't even know where they were. Really were bummed? Like, it took off. Yeah, I know it's a couple little sound issues in there. Sound on fire. When they're burning Malik, the blood. Especially in the beginning. It's like floating in the air. Yeah. From Germany, cousins help inside the house, rattling doors and all kinds of shit. You wouldn't believe. Uh, it, it was an adventure. I mean, um, 
I, I don't know what, what, what else funny was that. I mean, we had, uh, there's a lot of stuff that didn't make it. I mean, of course, uh, the tea kettle was falling off the stove. We had picture frames, all kinds of crap. And um, uh, I just, what was that? I was going to say, Mark being in that little mask there was uh, pretty uncomfortable for him. So he was pretty pissed off for a lot of the shoot. But as you can see, it came out pretty damn uh, funny, I thought. <laughs> so it's pretty good. Thanks again, Marisol, for a great job on the makeup and all you guys done for us. Thank you, all you guys. Sorry, I'm afraid that I'm on East Coast time right now. Uh, so, I mean, God, we had quite a few things happen, but one of the most notable things I'm sorry, Dave, I don't know if this is funny or not, but basically we um, had a lot of problems with our securing a location to the point where we um, we had an office downtown we were shooting in, and we, uh, by happenstance, were, the key didn't work, so the person who owned the office gave us the key, the key didn't work, the cleaning lady let us in, and we weren't able to leave, so basically... Um, we had to spend the night there and just sleep there. So that was interesting. So we slept at our location on a hammock. And yeah, we had some fun with our props too. We had a lot of sex toys, a lot of dildos. Frankie would stick the dildos onto Layer, a DP's monitor. It was great fun. <laughs> Yeah, the dildos really loosen the actors up a lot. Hey, hello. Hey. You're welcome. There's your funny. There's your funny bit. Anyone pass me some water? I'm thirsty. Um, yeah, I hear a lot of people talk about Mark the Nart, but I'm not Mark. I'm Brett. Um, I don't know. It's kind of weird that I was in my own film, but I kind of tried to do it in like a, a subtle way. Um, I love comedy. I'm so glad you guys came out to laugh tonight. Um, yeah, most of the film was shot in one day, and it was really stressful. It was kind of like 11 hours in the studio, and one of my actors kept leaving to go edit his own film, and he would, I had to go fetch him, like, the water I wanted to get. Um, but it was great, and I, I casted everyone I knew. I didn't use backstage. Um, I'm making my thesis next semester, yeah, this semester, next semester, so I'll make another comedy, and, yeah, I'm going to probably enter it into Kapow again, so. Yeah. Ow! Love you guys. Thanks for coming out. Yeah, thanks, Kapow, for everything you're doing for us. Um, my name's Ernie Charles, and I did, I think I need a drink now. I have two, but I'm going to name one, and that is the first day of shooting. I made it very clear to my crew, because I have a lot of friends in the business, I said, the day we shoot, I don't want any questions anymore. And of course, I produced and put everything together, and the second AD comes up for me, he goes, hey, uh, you wrote in the script a chicken or a duck, which do you want? <laughs> and I was like, well, let's use a chicken. And then uh, they go, one more question, I go, well, what's that? What color chicken do you want? Because my friends, see, when I got this location, my friend's backyard, they had all these chickens and ducks. So they decide, we decided to add that to the script. So I thought that was pretty funny because I thought, oh, still making decisions on the day of shooting. But anyway. Uh, funny thing that happened slash apology to Eamon here. Uh, 
Late at night, everybody was delirious, and to get that effect in the box, we had to spray the smoke into the box and then shut the lid. Uh, oh, and man. Then, and then roll it. And uh, it's about 5 a.m., and uh, so everybody's loopy. Somebody sprays the smoke in the box, and then one of the green production assistants immediately shut, even goes, ow, my eye. Oh, and then the production assistant <laughs> shuts the lid. And so naturally, I said, action. <laughs> awesome. It was fine. Yeah. yeah, 5 a.m., I think shooting began at midnight. Yeah. That was a one-nighter. That was all morning. Um, yeah, and, it, 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 and I wanted to go home uh, you know, <laughs> at like 3, and it kept going. We left at sunrise, particularly because that sandwich scene... We couldn't stop, I couldn't stop laughing. And it was really hard as an editor because all the shots you saw were the only ones where I'm not obviously laughing. And it was, uh, kept us all up late. It kept me up late editing. We almost didn't get through it. And uh, lo and behold, we almost didn't get through that scene tonight. <laughs> so it's kind of meant to be. Yeah. yeah, that night it was pretty arduous dealing with those elements. I just remember it being really hot. <laughs> Probably because I was in the box almost yeah. the entire time. Oh my god. I don't even remember if we shot it in the summer or not. Uh, but despite that, I think the most arduous part about it was that sandwich. Keeping it together. <laughs> but I think, uh, no, I just want to thank Jeremy's very motivated and very creative. and It's always easy to get together and shoot something with him. How many sandwiches were there? <laughs> Only two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hi, first of all, everybody, thank you for coming out, it's especially my friends that came out to see this. This has been uh, a long time coming. This film actually took me 15 years to make because I started it in 1997 as a student project, and then I added to it a couple years later. And then I ran out of money, and then it sat in a box for like 10 years. And uh, a couple years ago, I digitized it and made the newer section, which is at the beginning and the end. As far as funny moments go, uh, I'll jump back to 98, the second part of filming it. I just graduated college, and my ego was a little bigger than it probably should have been. And I rented way too many lights, and we were using my dad's office for the, uh, the, the then section. And we plugged in far too many lights into the wall. And uh, I had so many lights on uh, my friend Jeff, who, who did pass away, but uh, he's got the beard. And I had the shot set up, and I said it looked perfect. And I, the minute I yelled action, all the lights in the entire building went out. <laughs> I, I blew the entire circuit board in the entire building. And uh, I think I caused Pitney Bowes to lose all the data on their servers that night, too. Um, I didn't get to go back to film after that. But oh, no. <laughs> that's my funny story. Well, this is going to be simple, actually. Do not have a funny story for you because this was the one episode that nothing bad happened. It went off without a hitch. <laughs> so I have nothing, but I do want to congratulate everybody because making a film or a short or anything is not easy, as most of you know. So, congratulations to all the filmmakers. Well done. And thank you for everybody who came to see us. For the audience, does anybody have any questions for the filmmakers? Uh, I do. You, sir. Where did the idea 
Whoa. No, I didn't just have too many drinks. What, uh, where did you first get the idea for the box? Uh, it was uh, an allegory for the life of Christ. Oh, I love it. No, I'm, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Joke's I, on me. I had a big box that we got, and um, who's, the, who's the guy, Kenny Rogers? I don't know. Kenny Rogers bongos toured in that box. Oh, wow. And we bought that box for an acting class that I run. <laughs> And we said we got to make something with this box. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> but also the Christ thing. Yeah. It's all thanks to Kenny Rogers. Kenny I love Rogers. it. And oh my. Bongos. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Kenny Rogers has bongos? Yeah. Well, he did. We don't know if he still does. We have his box, his bongos box. He has unprotected bongos. Yes. <laughs> There's a story there. Awesome. Yes, ma'am. I had two months of prep, maybe. I decided I wanted to do it, and I had another actor going to do it with me, and then he bailed out. So I said, you know, I've already got it in place. I'm going to shoot it anyway. And then uh, I, uh, it was two days of shooting. The first day we did during the day, and the second day we shot at night. So, And uh, it got interest. Some of my friends have seen it. And now uh, I wrote the feature when I was done, and there's interest in shooting the feature now. So we had a table read on that last week. So that's where we're going next with it. Awesome. Anybody else? Yes, ma'am. And then I got with Taylor, who's the co-creator and my BFF, and we were like, wait, why does that have to be a guy's story? That can be a woman's story. So we tweaked it. So it talks, it challenges the patriarchal exclusivity of the porn industry. No big deal. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. His name's Jeremy Tehran, for everyone. Jeremy! Hey, Jeremy! Sweet, sweet. Um, we have some first-time uh, folks here. Uh, Mr. Larson, the, the box guy. These are, we've had, we've had this festival for three years. He submitted a film every, every year. Hoorah. Female Friendly has two, uh, actually two episodes in this block. Mm -hmm. uh, the gentleman on the way left or the far, the far. MF Jokers. Jokers. <laughs> MF Jokers. <laughs> have a film also tomorrow night. Yes, sir. At 10 o'clock. Uh, right, you've got one. Yours is tomorrow at, uh, Sunday, right? Oh, back to music. Yeah, music. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Awesome. So, Kapow's up till, here till Thursday, so if you guys, sorry? David Scott Heather. David Scott Heather. David? I was saving him for last, actually. What's your film, David? There you go, there you go. So we have a lot of repeat people here, they can't, when it's not enough. Awesome. 
But thank you guys for coming. We're going to take some on our uh, our step repeaters here. If you guys want some photos, feel free. Come on down. And thank you for coming tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, that was the comedy block. <coughs> that was the comedy block um, of Kapow. That was the comedy block. All the people, uh, I, as you know, I just came from the from Big Wangs, where everybody was rock and rolling, hanging out, and uh, so now I'm here. I'd come in and listen to the Q&A of these folks. I've seen these movies. One question I didn't get a chance to ask you. You're on my podcast right now, by the way. Um, does anyone in your crew actually do voodoo? Can you take a picture? Well, Voodoo Vanessa is based on me. Aha! Because I'm the Caribbean one. And I'm the Extraordinary. one that knows about magic. And That's everything. awesome! Art imitates life. Is that what it's called? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's... Oh, my God. Do you really like tarot cards and stuff? I used to. I stopped. Um, I got busy with acting, but I read tarot cards. I do shells. I dress candles. I These do spells. These are incredible things to hear. Well, those are things that I keep to myself because Hollywood frowns on things like that. So. These are things I want to continually unpack. <laughs> this information I want to. I want people to to know about. It's just who I am. That's all. So I figured I will do a story or a series loosely based on me and what I do with my time and what I do to my friends. <laughs> so there you go. How, how have you uh, noticed um, utilizing these various techniques uh, by applying them? Have, how have you noticed them actually affecting your 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 personal sort of reality experience? My reality. Um, well, the funny thing about, the reason why I decided to do this series was because there's a misconception with voodoo, with santeria, with anything magical, especially from the Caribbean. There's a darkness put to it. And what I wanted people to understand is just like religion, you have your bad people with religion who kill for God, and you have people who, like Mother Teresa, who praise and help support. It's what you do with it. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to bring something lighthearted and a little bit of what we do. There's an episode called The Ancestors. That's what I do when there's once a year, a few times a year. I remember my grandmother. I remember those that passed, and I commune with them in my own way. But in film, Brilliant. I brought it to life, what I would like for it to look like in film. So I'm a visualizer. I have vision boards. I have my tarot cards when I feel like I just want to see a picture, and I just I draw a card. So my life is very spiritually drawn, and that's how I treat Hollywood. That's how I go into everything. So it helps me keep balanced, as balanced as an actor can be. <laughs> and. Um, um, just you know, I see I see it in everything that I do. That's just who I am. So when you hear folks uh, who are sort of stuck within the matrix of the programming that's been given to them throughout their whole lives, and you know, and you have this <laughs> outside perspective of like, okay, you really don't have to be bitching and moaning about this or complaining about that, and you you, you see the bigger picture. Um, do you at all? Uh, plant those little seeds in their brains to kind of let them know like look things are going to be fine it really has to do with whatever you personally are magnetizing in your reality um i have a lot of friends and a lot of people that just vomit things to me don't know why i guess i'm trustworthy or i just have that personality um there's moments where like 
I've been going through my own stuff, and I'm lucky that I have. I happen to live with this beautiful woman. Um, she kind of reminds me of the positive things when all you want to look is the bad. Oh, and I think that people people take they have it's easier for people to look at the darkness and look at the negativity. It's easier yeah. to get stuck there instead uh, yeah. of looking out and going, okay, well, this shitty thing just happened to you. Not about, oh, it happened for a reason. I hate that, by the way. But what is it? Why did this happen? What is that was going on in your life that brought this into your life? And what can, how can you use this to get out of it or to learn from it? So I always, when friends come to me, and even when I used to read cards, I don't really need the cards. I just sit down and I talk to you and I can just kind of guide you through what you're going through. So I always try to show people the positive because, and I surround myself with people who remind me of the positive, even though that is the key. Bad that is the key. Happen, That's the key. You know, time. there's so much good that yeah. has happened before. So yeah. focus on the good, not always the bad, because it's easy to get stuck in the bad, and then you get stuck in that rut and you don't get out. So on the bad, the negative is the is the loudest. Um, propagated propaganda, you know, thing that's out there in all kinds of media. So it is interesting and tricky sometimes, unless you continually surround yourselves with other positive-minded individuals who can show you. Well, okay, this might look like you know, you're looking at a wall right now, but if you just go right there, it's not a wall anymore. There's this whole other aspect that's going on out there. And it's great, especially like when you do when you do continually surround yourself with the, with the positive people. It's amazing because I, I just absolutely love synchronicities. I love all of the uh, those little magic moments in life where you're thinking about something and someone says it. And so the more that I treat that, I've been noticing um, as a relationship, just with the, with the all that is, and it's like okay, we're working together here on this thing. What's awesome is, like you were saying, when you're in a moment where it seems like it's not so good, or you're like in a moment you're like, ah, I don't like this, then you could go, okay, I actually manifested that into my reality by this comment that I made or that highly charged conversation I had with this person. I absolutely believe that. I absolutely believe that 100% because I'm proof of it. <laughs> I am 100% proof of it. So I always tell people, choose your worlds carefully because words carry vibration. Oh my God, big time. Spellcasting, right? Spellcasting. Well, it's a prayer. People think, you know, people go to church and they pray and things happen. And I'm like, you do realize you just put that out into the universe. Yeah. So it's just, that's just me. Though. A lot of people don't see it that way. My mother doesn't see it that way. She's very religious. Um, but I, I think everything, it's been scientifically proven that we are energy and that they are vibrations. If you talk mean to an ice cube and you can freeze it, it turns into different shapes. So you have to be careful what you put out there. You have to be careful how you think about yourself. You have to be careful how you think about others. You have to be think of, careful how you think about life in general. So I stay in my box, my negative box, on, until I can't stand it anymore. And then I'm all about, I fake it till I make it. <laughs> I think, too, is like looking at, you know, like if you're in that situation where you're looking at something negative and you go, okay, what value am I really getting out of uh, give, stamping that definition on this? You know, how can I, I mean, that's true alchemy right there, turning the lead into yeah. gold. So you, now you go, how can I, you know, I'm looking at one side of the coin. Let's just flip that over. Ooh, what's that? You know, and then you can zoom in on that. Absolutely. Um, you know, there's, there's this idea of, you know, whether it be voodoo, whether it be tarot cards or what have you, um, there's this idea of, like, of permission slips, so to speak. Like, these things kind of give us that permission to then believe in... That, that magic or that power that's going on. I'll tell you, like I carry this around with me. This is a, um, it's a rainbow moonstone. 
What does it attracts um Huh? That's what that is? That's a rainbow moonstone. Of course you have a rainbow moonstone. Synchronicities, psychic abilities, etc., etc., and so forth. So, of course, I just listen, at home viewers, you just, uh, yet another synchronicity you were there to witness. Another one. This one is for manifesting. This one is for protection. This one is for. Oh, I love me eyeballs. Well, that one does the evil eyes to protect me from. I got a evil. I got a belt. I'm a huge fan of. She's got a neck. Oh my God, that's great. Oh my God, this is great. Oh no, that's okay. I was in your way. Oh my God, this is so incredible. This is so exciting. And you're welcome. Yeah, big time. You know what's so interesting is that I notice that when I'm around people who are into this uh, playful nature of life, you know. Um, yes, those who are not stuck in there. What's beautiful is like when you're when I'm in a even just two people or even three and then whoa especially if there's more who are all willing to be harmonized with each other and in that agreement mode that yes and mode like it's all lift up one another it's like let's turn up the volume on let's encourage the greatness out of you let's encourage the greatness out of you everyone's doing that for each other what's awesome is that you really do end up fast tracking that reading the minds type of thing where you're all there at that same you're listening to the same radio station so to speak do you notice that as well? Uh, yeah, we actually had a female shindig a few months ago where everybody was in the same kind of level and vibration and everybody was in a certain place and it can, you can feel it in the air. Like-mindedness. It's great because then what you're doing is you're actually creating your own reality yeah. right there. Yeah. You're in, people don't realize that they're more in control of their fate than they think. They just allow other people to decide their lives for them and I'm not one of those people so that's why I do my own thing I think we all do well it does seem to be a more popular idea of more largely broadcasted that idea of like oh what you need is way over there oops what you need is way over there oops what you need is way over there but holy moly exactly that's the type of media that we we I think ultimately deserve to have you know I believe that there's that parallel universe where that does exist well, that kind of thing is happening, and that's the true utopian society where everyone's going, okay, what's your expertise? What's your expertise? What helps make you be most in your element? What helps you most be in your element? What can I do to help you in doing that? What can everybody help in doing that? And whoa, it's amazing when you can feel that vibe happening. Oh, it's so good. And it's so interesting that that isn't something that's even more... So that's part of my mission, having this sort of portable radio station here to be able to broadcast those ideas. The name of this is called Inspirado Projecto. So I take what inspires me and I go, and I inspire, and I, and I project it out there. I take what things that people are inspired by and I share them with others with the hopes that maybe if I plant those seeds, those will inspire those people. What's a boomerang? It is a boomerang, big time. I also have a, this This is also a radio show on the first and third Monday of every month. I already have guests on this on October 1st, but I would love to have you two in the studio at any time to talk about this stuff. Could you imagine the kind of things that we could conjure on the air if we had a studio filled with these? I'm, I'm, I'm very careful talking about this stuff. It's not something that I... What, what makes you careful about it? Are you kidding me right now? 
Remember the Boston Trials? It's all right. <laughs> People say, oh, I'm okay. No, I don't know about the Boston Trial. Okay. Uh, Salem. Um, no. We're past that point, though, I'd like to believe. No, we're not. No, we're not. If we're creating our own realities, how can we allow room for that to be in our reality? reality, but you can't make other people see your point of view. You can only leave your, lead your life by example, and those people that are supposed to be in your life and that are attracted to that energy will come to you. But you can't go out there, I think, and publicize things as some people do, because then people will just whether shun you or call you crazy because the masses are not ready to embrace certain things. So I just don't say anything and people like you just pop up in front of me and ask me questions and go, holy shit, I had no idea. And I'm like, well, yes. I say, well, you want to know and I'm going to tell you now. So people that need to know, they come to me. People that need advice, they come to me. People that are just curious about life and they want me to tell them. But everybody, I draw people to me. I don't have to go out there and say anything. Do you, do you have the idea that the masses will try to, someone will try to kill you if you say this great information? It's not, about, it's not about killing. It's about not, I think that in this day and age you're already being fed so much and there's so many things that people are like, okay, now I got to, whether it's believe or accept, there's so many things that all of a sudden you have to accept to add something that has been around for thousands of years that people still like scoff at or make fun of on television. It's like, you know what, I don't want to be made fun of. I don't want to be, I don't want people mocking what I, who I am and what I am. It's like, if you, I'm not going to lie and hide. If you ask me straight out, I'm going to tell you what I believe in and what I do. But that's my, it's not my secret, but that's who I am. And I respect myself way too much. And I did, I did it before. It did not work out well. So now I just, it's my treasure. So if you want to share my treasure... People will come to me, and they always do. People find me. So. It's crazy because I talk about this stuff out as far in the open as I humanly can on the subways, <laughs> on the street corners, with anybody and whoever. And I find astounding amounts of it's like, you know, that old like cartoons where they're turning people upside down to shake the change out of their pants. Yeah. That's what I'm doing with these to these folks, and I find amazing, extraordinary stories from these folks who also end up appreciating this and it's like wow how beautiful is that the universe aligned it right up that here i am standing with this person at this street corner i happen to happen to ask them this specific question and it just so happens to really hit close to home to them and it's like whoa that's a door that we just unlocked right there how kick-ass is that it's fun and it's it's extraordinary the fact that we have these abilities to be able to put that, that message out there. Yeah, but that's why I choose to do it that way, which is more welcoming, and then people just get curious like You know, you. it's awesome that you say that. It. It's great that you say that because, you know, with hypnotism and magic, one of the biggest things is if you could play with in, in the imagination, you plant all the important seeds in that imagination, because in the imagination, everything is acceptable. You know, like, oh, it's just imagination, oh, it's just playful, oh, it's just a fun little movie. If you plant those seeds of things that really go, you know, and really, like, turn on the shine of, of that that star, that little stardust that's inside of them. Now they go, oh, I recognize that now. Like, oh, there's something about that. So I'm happy to know that you're you're truly, totally into this stuff as much as you are. Oh, honey, I was born in it. I don't have a choice. So it is what it is. What do you, what do you like to do?
That was my idea. She's not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not an actor or creative type. No, no, I'm just saying, what do you like to do? All kinds of things. We just like to explore new things, travel, see the world, experience new people and places. Do, do you hike? I do. Where do you like to hike most? Not in L.A. <laughs> where? Where? But, um, when I do hike, probably up in um, Joshua Tree. Have you had some extraordinary experiences up there? I have, yes. Have you seen any UFOs? I have not, but I have friends who have. What what have their experiences been with seeing the UFOs? Um, they were driving on the five, coming from San Francisco, and all of a sudden, a round saucer was probably two hundred yards ahead, and a green light came, and then it went away within maybe ten seconds. Now, are, the, are these friends of yours? Are they people who ap appreciate such phenomenons? Yes, very much. What a wonderful gift! What a wonderful gift for people who appreciate such things. Yes. Sometimes this stuff happens to those who just, it just goes, like they can't totally appreciate it, right? Yeah, she came back after she saw it and said, I just saw a UFO. Oh, my God, that's <laughs> I don't know if it was aliens, but it was definitely an unidentified flying object. Oh, my God, that's awesome. <laughs> well, thank you, ladies, for talking with me. I'll be putting this up online in Sprout of Projecto. You're welcome. Thank you.